0: Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. I'm not quite sure, but somehow a million dollars became like the marker of success. I can remember when I was younger saying, I'm going to make a million dollars and then I'm going to stop working and I'm going to move to a tropical island. The truth is a million dollars today is just not what it used to be. But what you can do is start making million dollar choices with your money. It doesn't mean a million dollars is going to drop from the sky. That would be really nice. But if you put your mind in million dollar mode, you're already ahead of the game. So how do you start making million dollar choices? Well, that's a good question. Keep listening, and I'm going to let you in on the secret. You're listening
1: to Millennial Money with award-winning money expert and serial entrepreneur Shana compton Game, where we flip the script on the old school approach to everything your parents never taught you about money.
0: So according to Wikipedia, the US has the most millionaires, currently around 7 million, with China and Japan sitting right behind the US. But let's be real. The US has quite a history with the wealth gap, and it's only getting wider. You probably heard a lot about the wealth gap recently. It's showing its very true colors in 2020. And many people are starting to really understand just how wide and deep this wealth gap is. I have so many friends who had great careers or had great businesses, and they were rolling into 2020 with like, you know what, this is a new decade, this is going to be amazing, I got money coming in, not that everything was perfect, but then we hit January, February, okay, March, April, May, June, July, and now we're in mid-August, mid to late August, and things are starting to look a little bleak, and I have a lot of people asking me, hey, how can the stock market be chugging along and people still be making a lot of money in the stock market? But then on the other side of the coin, there is this real disparity with people who are suffering, who lost their jobs, who lost their businesses, who are trying to scramble to figure out how to put the money together. Even unemployment now We've lost the, the CARES Act, the extra funds in uh, unemployment here in the United States, but this is around the world. People are struggling around the world. If you look at a lot of countries, they are having deep economic depressions right now because this thing, we were not prepared financially, economically for this thing. And so when you already have something like a very large, deep, wide wealth gap in the United States. And then you add what's happened in 2020. I mean, it's just like putting a spotlight on it. But my argument is I think a spotlight actually needs to be on it, right? I, that's just my opinion. You may agree or disagree with a lot of things I'm going to say in this episode, but I really feel compelled to talk about this. Somehow, this needs to change. So, get this, according to, I think it's pronounced Pew Research, over 50 years, the highest earning 20% of the United States households have steadily brought in a larger share of the country's total income. Okay, maybe not so surprising. Income in- inequality in the United States is the highest of all the G7 nations, and the black-white income gap in the United States has persisted over time. We know this, right? Medium black household incomes were 61% of the medium white household incomes in 2018. What? And maybe the most sobering statistic of them all was the wealth gap between America's richest and poorest families more than doubled from 1989 to 2016. So if that doesn't make you throw up your arms, say, what the F, we need to change this, I don't know what does. And we can't overturn these statistics in one day or one podcast episode, but I want you to understand that even with this working against us all, even with all of this negativity about the wealth gap, there are still a lot of things in your control with your own money, with your mindset, and so much more. So no matter what's going on outside of the four walls that you live in, no matter what craziness is going on in the world, no matter how many of those bricks are stacked up against you, there's still a lot in your control. And again, we can't change these things overnight, but I think it really starts from awareness And it starts from us just standing up saying, this is ridiculous. It is ridiculous, in my opinion, that women earn less than men. Ridiculous. But even more ridiculous is if my skin was a different color that I earn even less. What? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. As you can tell, I'm very passionate about this because it's just... Literally frustrating. And I've had so many times where I have had to fight tooth and nail to get the same contract that a male counterpart did or get the same sort of brand deal that a male counterpart did. And just because we have different genitalia, if you will, does not make us any less capable, less smart. And it's just beyond me that we are sitting here in 2020 and that this wealth gap is getting wider, wider. I mean, and a lot of people that are on the side that are sitting there with their millions and millions of dollars, maybe they're okay with it. I don't know. I can't make that judgment for the, for them. I certainly can't. But something needs to be done to bridge this gap. And I don't have the answers. I really wish I did. Maybe you can help me out here. But I think at least if we start talking about it, maybe something can change. But the point of this episode is that there's still a lot that you can do, even with all of those things against you. When I started working as a financial planner, Over 14 years ago now, my first client was someone that had over $100 million in net worth. And let's just say it was a great crash course in how the rich think and an inside look at what they do with their money, which I think is really important, right? we, We need to actually study that a little bit, saying what do they do and are the actions that they take with their money, is that stuff we should be doing too? And of course, this was just one person, but I've had the privilege to see inside now many millionaires, their bank accounts over those years, enough to see similarities that I really want to share with you. Now, I want to disband the myth that millionaires got all their stuff together, because that is not true. I have worked with a lot of people who have a lot of money, and their money is a freaking mess, like Crazy, crazy mess. I could stack them up against maybe somebody who makes forty or $50,000 and got their stuff together, and they look like the millionaires. So I really want you to throw out the idea that just because you have a dollar amount, a number in your bank account or in your retirement account, that somehow that means that you're quote unquote rich, because that is absolutely not the case, all right? So I want you to start thinking like a CEO of a million-dollar company. What are the habits that you have every day? What do you eat? What are you putting in your body? What is the quality of your life? Who do you spend your time with? What's your marketability? And this is a big one. What is your mission statement for your life? You know, when you run a business, you come up with, like, what is our business mission statement? What do we want to be about? What is, uh, What does it say about our business? Well, I think it's a really important exercise to do the same thing with yourself in your life. What is your mission statement? What do you want to be about? What do you want to do? What is your talent? What do you want to give to the world? I think it's really important to just think about those things because we get so just wrapped up in daily life that we don't stop to think about it. And I know I've done a lot of that this year, is to really stop and think, who am I? What do I want to be about? What am I about? What do I stand for? How do I want to use my talents? It's really been a complete transformational year for me in so many ways. There's been a lot of like really heavy stuff that I've just let down, like not let down, but I have I put on the floor <laughs> and said, I'm not going to worry about that anymore. And then there's been a lot of things that have caused a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. I think I, strof- I went through a little bit of um, like a depression for a couple of months here. Just really thinking about all of this is really heavy for me. Being a money person, I think I really understand the and economic and financial implications of what we're going through and how long-lasting that is going to be and how devastating it is to so many people and to their families. And that weighs really heavy on me. I'm, I'm quite a touchy-feely person and my emotions are... I just, I'm I'm very sensitive. <laughs> so if one of my friends is going through something, I feel it myself almost. I'm that type of person. So I have to be really careful about how much news I'm consuming and what I'm putting in my life. And so I've had to even rewrite my own mission statement during this time to think about my life different and to think about what are some of those things that I really want to be about going forward. Because everybody's talking about life going back to quote unquote normal. But in my opinion, I don't think we go back. I think we only go forward and forward's going to look different than back. And that's okay. So stop holding on to the notion of we have to go back because maybe going forward is actually where we need to go. I don't know. That's just, that's just my thoughts. So one of these million dollar habits, one of these, million dollar choices that you can start making is to change your mindset. Maybe you were a, a, a compulsive saving person and you were always trying to cut things out, which is not a bad thing. That's a, that's a good thing. But maybe rather than focusing on that so much, you could focus on earning more, charging more, getting paid what you're worth, I have a friend, she's been on this podcast many times, Jacqueline Twilly, and she helps people learn how to earn what you're worth. Because if you raise your price, if you raise what you're worth, you bring in more money. So it's not always about this compulsive savings and cutting things out. How can you notch up? How can you make more? How can you earn more? How can you charge more? So stop thinking that Money is the enemy. If you have debt, great. Perfect. No problem. You haven't failed. If you have debt, you're still a friend in my book. Honestly, I've had debt many times in my life. Doesn't make you bad. You don't get some sort of stamp that says, oh crap, you're in debt. Well, you've done everything wrong. There are lots of other money experts that will tell you that. And that is complete BS. I'm just going to tell you that's not the way I play. So if you're listening to my podcast and you're hanging out with me, debt is going to be okay but we also have to get a debt payoff plan in place so we're going to earn more but we're also going to be cognizant of the debt of the situation we're in so when more money comes in we know what to do with it so you need a you need a plan if you have debt and i'm just going to walk you through like a really simple way to do this it doesn't have to be complicated debt payoff They want you to believe that it's complex, that you can't do it, that you're always going to be in debt. That's not right. You can change that. So we're going to start thinking and start making million dollar choices, right? So list out all your debts. Grab a piece of paper, open a Word doc, list out all your debts. List out the interest rate of all those debts. List out the amount you owe. List out the minimum payment. How much minimally do you have to pay? Then go in your bank account and say, okay, how much extra cash do I have each month? Pick that number, whatever it is, $5, $100, $1,000, doesn't matter what the number is. It's about having this plan. So there are two ways we can attack our debt. One, we're going to find the debt with the highest interest rate first of all the ones we listed out. Two, we're going to look for the debt that's the lowest, the lowest amount we owe. Two different ways. Mathematically, highest interest rate save you some bucks. Emotionally, lowest debt helps you knock off the lowest debt first and keeps you really motivated. So I'm a fan of the lowest debt approach, but either one you choose is perfectly fine. So pick a method and stick with it. And here's how it works. So let's say I chose the lowest debt. I'm going to go to my sheet of debts. So I'm going to look, where's my lowest debt? Okay, here it is. And I'm gonna add that extra amount of money I have each month. Let's say it's a hundred bucks. I'm gonna add it to that minimum payment of the lowest debt. So if my lowest debt minimum payment was twenty five bucks, now I'm gonna be paying hundred and twenty five dollars on that lowest debt. This is important. All of the other debts, I'm gonna make the minimum payment. Not gonna worry about those debts right now. I'm not gonna charge more, right? I'm not gonna rack up more debt if at all possible on those debts, but I'm just going to pay the minimums until I have this lowest debt paid off. Once I have this paid off, I'm going to take that $125 and I'm going to add it to the minimum payment of the next lowest debt. And I'm going to keep rolling my debts that way. So I got a strategy, I got a plan, I'm sticking to it. And if I earn more, I charge more, I get paid what I'm worth. I got more cash to work with. Great. That's just more money I can throw into this debt payoff. So I hope that makes sense. Don't overcomplicate this. Make it simple. It doesn't have to be complex. You don't need a complex calculator. You don't need to be a money expert. You don't need any of that. You have within your power the ability to start paying down your debt. This is step one to start making million-dollar choices. (music) Moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, EarnIt provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. EarnIt is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the EarnIt app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Ernan in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earning a part of your financial routine and join Earning's over 3.5 million customers who say things like, when I think about Earning, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under Podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under Podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit, I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. I'm going to be real with you. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to joindeleteme.com slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off.
1: We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value.
0: Step two, got to get yourself what I call a money flow plan. I teach this in my course, but the idea is that you ditch budgeting. And instead, you focus on just how your money flows. Just like the word says, how does it flow? Think about a river. It just flows. So where is your money going? Can you find ways to make changes to more effectively spend and save your money? The answer is yes to everyone, honestly. Even if you do this on a regular basis, the answer is always going to be yes. But this is probably the most important step. It takes a lot of work. There's a lot of mindset work here because your mind goes to, I do not want to look at my bank account. Yeah, money comes in, money comes out, no big deal. It's not a problem. This takes mindset work to say, you know what? No, I'm going to be in the driver's seat. I'm going to be in charge. And at least once a week, I'm going to look in my bank account and say, okay, what came in, what came out? Are there any small changes that I can make? Is there something I'm paying for that I just absolutely don't need? If you find something like that, great. Cancel it, change it, and then reroute that money somewhere else. Don't just let it sit and hang out in your bank account. Send it somewhere. Be really mindful with your choices. This also takes habit work. If you're going to switch from the idea of I just create a budget at the beginning of the month and I never look at it again, I'm going to call BS on that. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You have to think about your money like It's a river. It's flowing. It's flowing in, it's flowing out. And because of that, I've got to look at my bank account at least once a week for not long at all. And do it, do it in a fun way. Create an environment around your money. Have a glass of wine. Go to the park. (laughs) Put music on. I don't know. Whatever just makes it feel approachable to you. And it's going to be hard at first and it's going to feel like a chore, but keep. Doing it because what's happening is you're going to start seeing changes. You're going to start saying like, oh, Here, here's a little place I can make a little shift or, oh, I found some extra money. Now I can put it to my debt payoff or, oh, now I can put it in my house fund. And you're going to start getting a little bit excited with this, even if there's not a lot of money. And what that does chemically is it changes the chemistry in your brain. So your brain starts saying, you can do this you can do this. And it's all that positive reinforcement that is really subconscious. It's really on a subconscious level, but it's going to start changing how you feel about money, your relationship with your money. And that's really important, right? So we're reframing from focusing on what you don't have. We're going to reframe because, because, Uh, The the world outside wants you to focus on what you don't have, but we're going to start focusing. We're going to start seeing what you do have and how you can make it work for you, right? So no more what you don't have, more of, ah, this is what I have. Cool. This is what I have to work with. Awesome. That is a positive way to start making million dollar choices. Okay. Next, we're going to go this idea from mindless spending to mindful spending. So let me just give you an example of this, because I think this is probably the most powerful way to think about this. All of us have mindless spending, completely guilty of this myself, first one to raise my hand. I've really made it my work, like my task for 2020 to focus on more mindful spending, to really, sometimes I'll put things in my shopping cart, my online cart, and I'll come back to it 24 hours or even just a few hours later and go, okay, I don't really need this thing. And I will completely just close out the window and stop shopping. But let's use an example. Let's say I was investing and I'm going to use just any investment calculator that you can find online, let's say I was starting with a thousand dollars and I invested a hundred dollars a month for 20 years, earning eight percent, you'd have about sixty-one thousand five hundred and sixty bucks. Cool. But let's say I invested it for 30 years, you'd have about $150,917. That is if you earned 8%, of course. Might happen, might not happen. But this is the power of mindful spending. Because when you're mindful with your spending, you can carve out extra money in your bank account, and then you can redirect it to make it grow for you. So if I was flowing my money and I was looking at my money every week and going, man, I can cut some things out of here, and I could take this $100, and wow, here's $100 I can start investing with, or I could beef up my investing. And yeah, $150,000, I'm not going to retire on $150,000. But the point is that I have retrained, rewired my brain to go found money, redirecting it, money is now growing for me. Right? So money is now rather than just like going down that drain pipe, if it sits in my bank account, I'm putting it places where it is growing in a direction for me. And where you find $100, you can find another $100 and another $100 and another $100. And you can start earning more money and then you've got more money to work with. And not that you're going to put it all into investing. You're going to do lots of different things with your money. But this is just one example of taking mindless spending and turning it into mindful spending. So then we got to also think about where are you going? So millionaires, they have a vision. They have a game plan. They have direction. They have purpose with their actions. It doesn't mean the vision won't change, but you've got to start plugging in the coordinates of the GPS system for your life. So that goes back to like the mission statement for your life. What do you want your life to look like? And this is how you can cut down on what I call distracted money, where you spend just to keep up with so-and-so, or you spend because someone on social media has this thing and you got to have it now or you make the same investments that somebody else does like maybe you're choosing the same things to invest in that your boyfriend or girlfriend or friend or relative you want to know what are they invested in okay you should you should do the same thing no 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 you are a completely different human being you have completely different talents you have a completely different vision for your life so because of that Because of that vision, it's going to direct your money in different places. I mean, this is what's tricky about money because it is so personal. And so I caution you, don't read a blog or an article or even listen to this podcast where someone's telling you definitively to do X, Y, and Z. First, pass it through your vision filter. Is it going to help me get closer to that vision I have for my life? If the answer is yes, then that's something you look into. But the answer is no. It's like, okay, I'm just going to store that away. Maybe my vision changes and I come back to that at some point in time. But money isn't about just checking off this list of things. It's not about that because it's far more personal And yeah, a lot of those lists are great. I mean, you should always save money for an emergency fund. You should always pay down your debt. All of these things are great, but you got to take it with a grain of salt. And unless you really know the vision, what you want for your life, you're going to be doing all of these different things and they're not going to be pushing you forward. So you got to paint the picture. You got to get out a piece of paper, get out some crayons, have some fun with this stuff. Draw the life you want, and how do you get there? How do you bridge that gap, right? That's what we're interested in, and that is then where you come and say, okay, what are the tips and the steps and the things I need to do to bridge that gap? And not to bridge it overnight, not to bridge it in six months, or not to bridge it in a year, but what are the small action steps you can start taking today that walks you closer to that goal, walks you closer to that vision? It's really important because like I said, you can get so distracted with your money in all of these different directions with all of these different tips and none of them are getting you closer to where you want to be. So we want to get you closer. We want to get you in that direction. Also, millionaires are really great at diversification with their income, with their investments, with their thoughts Remember, you are actually your best investment. You you are. The more you invest in yourself, the better return you're going to get. And I know this because I spent many years not investing in myself, not really thinking about my thoughts, not focusing on things that made me anxious or competition or all the things that would just keep me in a place of not moving forward. And it really wasn't until a few years ago that I just had this like aha moment of, this is not working. I need to change that. And I need to be the best investment of myself. So what can you do? Well, automate what you can. I just had a podcast episode a couple weeks ago, a couple days ago, depending on when you're listening to this, about automating your money. Put your money on autopilot. So Automate the things you can. Make money easy in places where you can. Don't make it a struggle because if you make it a struggle in your mind, it goes to all of those negative tapes that you have. Money is hard. I can't earn money. I'm not worthy. I can't do this. I've failed. So make the things easy that you can make easy. Do yourself a big favor and always be thinking, is there a better way I can be spending my money? So we're shifting from that compulsive saving mindset to, hey, is there a way I can be spending my money a little bit better? Because that's a shift in the mindset, right? You're shifting from the negative to the positive. Hey, can I be a little bit of a detective? Can I figure out ways to carve out money and then send it to wealth growing places? So look at your investment fees. You got to know how much you're you're being charged for these things? Are you investing in funds in your retirement account and your Roth and your IRA that are just too expensive? If you're earning, I'm not even going to say that because that that's not true. There are so many low cost funds you can be in these days that it it's worthwhile for you to know what you're being charged. Are you being charged silly bank fees like a monthly bank fee? If you are, please, 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 change that. There are so many banks now where you are not charged any fees and you should not be paying your bank 25 or 30 bucks a month for them to hold your money. No, no, I'm sorry. So if you don't know, check it out and make a change or figure out how do I not have that fee? What can I do? Call your bank. ATM fees. Is there a way to avoid those if that's really a downfall for you? Credit card interest rate. You can actually call and ask for a lower interest rate on your credit card. You're not gonna get it down to 0%, so throw out that idea. Sometimes you will, depends on your credit score, but even if you lowered your credit card interest rate one or two or three or 5%, like that's a serious win if you have debt on that card. That means all the extra money that you're paying towards that debt payoff, that's gonna really start supercharging that. What is the conversation? Because a lot of people are like, okay, what do I say? You call and say, hey, whatever your credit card company name is. I have been a customer for quite a while now, and I've just been looking at my credit card, and the interest rate just feels really high to me. I would like to request in a lower interest rate, an interest rate reduction, however the word comes out for you. I usually say interest rate reduction, and they usually say, okay, let me do some checking, da-da-da-da-da-da, and then they'll come back to you. Sometimes I say, this interest rate is just way too high. I'm thinking of switching to another credit card company altogether. Is there a way that I can lower my credit card interest rate? So whatever words come out for you, just be polite, be nice. Sometimes you don't get the lower interest rate. A lot of times you do. So it just, it's asking the question, how much are you paying on your cable, on your internet, on your cell phone? Have you called those companies and said, is there a lower plan? Is there a better plan for me? I just did this two weeks ago on our cell phone plan and we saved another 30 bucks. Well, that's 30 bucks I can put somewhere else. So diversification comes in a lot of places. It comes not only in your income, can you get a side hustle? Can you earn more? Uh, Life's not always about side hustles, but the reality is the more money you can bring in, the better we can utilize that money and the more we can grow your wealth, right? investments? Can I diversify my investments? And then coming back to the thoughts, can I diversify my thoughts? Can I think different things? Yes, you can. You can, but you have to put a little effort towards it. Sometimes a lot of effort towards it. (laughs) But yes, you can. You can think different thoughts about your money. And lastly, I just want to say, cut the cord on those toxic thoughts and on those toxic relationships. That is something that is really powerful if you're going to start making million dollar choices. You have to put a cork in those toxic thoughts that are telling you that you can't ever make money, you can't ever make good decisions with your money, you're always going to be broke, you're always going to be in debt, all of these negative thoughts. So I have an exercise for you. If you're like me, I did this. I have a lot of negative thoughts So I took out a piece of paper one day and I started to write down every single negative thought I had about money. And at the end of the day, it was really eye-opening because I read those and I thought, I'm telling myself like really horrible things throughout the day. No wonder why this isn't working or that isn't working. What if I started to change those even just a little bit? So it comes from this awareness point. And even toxic relationships, are there people in your life that are telling you that you can't do this, you can't earn more, you're never going to be good with your money, you're not worthy? Are there people in your life that are feeding that into you? Those relationships can be tough to break, but for your sake, I really want you to just think about, is this is this part of my mission statement for my life? Do I want to live life this way? I think as we're seeing this year in 2020, a lot of people are getting sick. A lot of people are dying. Uh, I mean, this is just life, right? This is what we knew <laughs> would happen. One day, all of us are not going to be here any longer. So, why not make the best of right now, of what we have right now? Why not start making million dollar choices? Again, million dollars not going to fall from the sky would be nice. But well, what if we start making those different choices and those different choices lead us closer to that vision we have or they open another door or they change us in really positive ways. So just something, little food for thought for you to think about today.
1: Hey, you. Yes, you. Before you go, we want to say thanks for listening to this episode of Millennial Money.